You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Lions, everybody, on a Tuesday, May 17th and a Wednesday, May 18th. Locked On Podcast Network, Matt Derry with you. Thank you for listening and making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked On Lions. Today's guest, Jim Nagy. I cannot wait for you to hear Jim's breakdown of the Lions draft class and what he thinks of the 2022 Honolulu Blue and Silver Warriors Jim's the best, the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl, former NFL scout, front office man, ESPN draft analyst. Jim's the best. We love him, and he's coming on the show today to talk about each and every player the Lions drafted, well, almost all of them, and uh, what he thinks of the team and the draft class, etc. That is coming up momentarily. Follow us on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, and also you get the podcast every day on the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Before we get to Jim Nagy, um, I want to say one thing about an underrated position group that I think is starting to come on for this Lions team. And it's so important when you when you talk about today's NFL and you know the the just it's a passing league and you've got to have cornerbacks. And I saw this clip the other day or yesterday of Amanio Ruarier, the Lions very talented corner who was kind of defending Jeffrey Okuda when he was asked about him. And he said, look, quote, I think people who try to write people off, they just kind of kind of stay in their lane. Because to me, I think there's a reason Jeff went number three overall in the draft. The minute he gets on the field, he can make an immediate impact. He went on to say, I've always told him you've developed so much from just from the time I've seen you. I can't wait to see how much you develop when you put a full 16 games together, Oruariye said. Course, 17 games. Now, I think he can't wait. He's excited. It's just a matter of staying healthy, and we're all wishing for that, end quote. And we, we uh, the angle isn't that Jeffrey Okuda's coming back and, you know, he, he tore his Achilles last year in week one, and it's going to take a while to get him. No, the bottom line is, here's a guy at Amanio Ruarie who was a late-round draft pick pumping up a, the third overall pick two years ago and showing leadership and maturity. And you look at that room now, and you talk about the leadership of an Oruarie, who, by the way, backed it up last year with very good play and became a very good cornerback. Then you've got Okuda, Jerry Jacobs, Ify Melifanwu, Mike Hughes, maybe Will Harris plays some corner, A.J. Parker. You look at that relatively young secondary at the cornerback position, and you like what you see there. And for a guy like Oruarie, you know, to 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 talk glowingly of a teammate that he's that's barely been on the field. All right, and they were on the field together obviously a couple of years ago. But I'm excited about that group. All right. I've bashed the linebackers before. That's kind of what I do on this show. I know I've done it in the past, and I still don't love that that unit. And I'm hopeful that the interior defensive line gets better this year and doesn't get pushed around as much as they did last season. And guys like Onzerike and McNeil and Brockers can can get better. Uh, and obviously Brockers is in his 30s. He's the only guy over 30 on this team. But Penasini, guys like that. 
But I'm excited to see what this cornerback group can do. And then you throw in a healthy Romeo Aquara and Aiden Hutchinson, you know, a, a Pascal, all these guys that can get to the quarterback, and maybe just maybe they're going to build something with this defense. But I love Oruarie sticking up for his teammate and showing that kind of leadership. Plus, Amani was really good uh, 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 on the football field last year. He just was. So I'm excited about that. We'll get the thoughts of Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl coming up next. Built Bar Baby. Oh, I got that box in the mail the other day. Birthday Cake Puffs from Built Bar. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening up your eyes and realizing... That was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I got mine in the mail the other day. I've never had anything like this before. It's an awesome, sweet treat that is good for you. Only 9 grams of sugar, 16 grams of protein, and only 150 calories. If you haven't had Built Puffs, here's what the secret is. Delicious flavored marshmallow puffs covered in 100% real chocolate. Whether it's the birthday cake puffs I'm talking about that have white chocolate with sprinkles or any of the other uh, ones. I I saw brownie batter puffs are back today at Built.com. They're fantastic. Go to Built.com to get your birthday cake puffs now, though. They are really, really good for a limited time, too. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. We always love talking to this guy. This is my favorite guest that we have on the program each and every year here on Locked on Lions. And we usually do this a couple times a year with Jim. But Jim Nagy is the executive director of the Reese's Senior Bowl, NFL draft analyst. And uh, you see him everywhere. ESPN, he's been on Fox. He's he's, he's the man. And uh, he knows the Lions inside and out as well. And joins us now here on Locked on Lions. What's up, Jim? Hey, Matt. Good uh, good to be back on, man. Thanks for that nice intro. Hey, always, my friend. You know, you had a lot of guys from the Senior Bowl that, that went on to just skyrocket the charts. That has to make you feel good running that uh, running that game. And i got to give you a pat on the back. Everybody just raves about Mobile. And, and now you got players moving up. That's all you can ask for, right? Yeah, man. No, I appreciate you saying that. No, draft weekend's always fun. Um, you know, you miss working for a team a little bit. Um, but then... You know, on, on, on like the leading up to the draft, you miss the team building part, just the camaraderie, you know, that goes into to, to draft. Uh, but but here it's fun because you sit back and uh, like we had 106 players drafted this year. So, um, you know, when we get we get connected to these guys and um, just to see them go and realize their dreams, that's what the that's what drafts all about for me. So, no, it's it's a lot of fun and we did we had a good year we we had 45 guys go in the first three rounds which was our best number in in over a decade um so no it it was good man it was it was it was really fun just sitting back and watching these guys go kirby kirby joseph of course was a senior bowl guy that the lions took we're going to get to him in a second but uh, on the overall how do you think brad holmes did in draft number two for him yeah, I think I think he did a great job. Um, you know, we, we we talked a little bit before we started r- r- rolling here that uh, I really feel like they could have called it quits after round one, and just with Aiden and Jamison uh, would have been a successful draft right there. Honestly, uh, you've got a building block, two building block pieces. You know, I've said it time and time again, like you, you never draft a player because it's going to be a popular pick locally, but when it all lines up and um, you know, you can take the best player who grew up in your backyard and went to high school in Dearborn. That's 
that's the best of both worlds. You know, now Aiden's going to bring a big Michigan fan base and, and fill some seats that way. He's going to be a good player for him. Uh, to me, that was a, a home run pick. I mean, to me, if you were the Lions, that's how you wanted it to fall. You were, I'm sure I, I would be praying that, that's, that the Jaguars didn't take Aiden. So that fell for him. And then I loved how aggressive Brad was, you know, trading back up for J-Mo. Uh, I do think he's the one receiver from this draft that's got a chance to be special. Um, overall, I thought I thought a, there was some reaching going on at the receiver position in the draft, and that's probably a, a byproduct of, of you know Jacksonville giving Christian Kirk that monster contract and kind of resetting the wide receiver market. So everyone was just you know out looking for cheap help in the draft. So I, I get it, um, but to me, Jamison, if he didn't have that you know coming off the ACL fully healthy you know i don't know if there are five better players in the draft um he's got a he's like i said he's got a chance to be special he he uh you know i've compared him a little bit to randy moss in the same vein oh. it's, it's just it's just the speed yeah. now i i was i was with randy for a few years in new england and nobody's nobody tracks the football or plays the football better than randy moss i've never seen anyone have those two you know in those two areas but in terms of that body type that longer body type and just having the easy gears um having the first gear the second and really like a third gear jameson's the closest thing i've ever seen you know randy was amazing when you watched him at practice he didn't look like he was running and then he's just you know, he's, but he's just striding by people um and jameson has that i saw jameson play twice uh, last fall, once in the kickoff classic uh, up in Atlanta against Miami, and then again in Tuscaloosa against Tennessee, and he's just the the, the gears are different, um, the speed is different. I think Lions fans will see that right away when this guy gets healthy. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think Brad uh, Brad nailed those for absolutely nailed those first two picks. Could could he be a guy? And, and I know you watch Lions games, and I know you're traveling in the fall too. But but you you, you have a, a special interest being a Michigander. Do you look at this offense and go, man, he can make Jared Goff, not saying special, but he can turn this entire offense, if he gets healthy and if he can be there on time, he can really be that big of a difference maker for this offense? you feel that strongly? Oh, yeah. he's he's Yeah, there was probably five, six difference makers in this draft. He was one of them. Um, maybe, you know, probably the biggest difference maker at a skill position. So, yeah, he opens up everything. I mean, he opens up. Uh, you know, Amon Ross and Brown had such a great year for those guys working, you know, short to intermediate is going to open up that. I think DJ Chark is another guy that can run. So now you've got two guys on, on the outside that can, can stretch it and open things up for, for, uh, you know, Hawkinson and St. Brown in the middle of the field and open, it's going to open up the run game. Um, absolutely. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's more, to me, it's more of a question of when, not if, um, he just needs to get back healthy and when he does, um, look out now again there is some I will say this like if you're going to poke holes uh, he's got some work to do on his releases you don't see a lot of people get up and jam him um, I think there's going to be some rawness that way but that's that stuff's coachable I know that you know what you can't coach is, is his size, size and acceleration and uh, so no he's going to he's going to open up that whole thing for the Lions Jim Nagy with us from the Senior Bowl and, of course, NFL Draft expert joining us here on Lockdown Lions. I think it was a bit of a surprise to some fans that at 46 in that second round that Josh Pascal was the choice because of all of the edge rushers and the D linemen that, that Brad Holmes already has, has, has brought in. But what did you think of that selection? 
I uh, really like the football player. You know, I was I was disappointed. We had Josh locked up to come to the Senior Bowl, and um, I don't know what happened. You know, I think he got talked out of coming. I, I don't know if he got very good advice there. Uh, but uh, the football player was he was one of our favorite guys that we we scouted this fall. Extremely versatile. One of the most instinctive D linemen in this class, maybe the most instinctive defensive lineman in the class. He's one of those guys that, uh, you know, plays one step ahead of the action. Um, like he, he feels blocks, he sees blocks, he knows where the ball's going at all times. Um, you can move him up and down the line. He's extremely versatile. Uh, just a really good football player, you know, high end character guy. I've got some, some, some good buddies on that Kentucky staff that rave about this kid. I actually had a chance to meet Josh up at SEC Media Days last, last summer, um, up in Hoover, Alabama. And yeah, no, he's, to me, it's a, you know, he didn't have a huge process, um, draft process because he didn't play in the senior bowl and, and, uh, you know, you didn't, you didn't hear a lot about it. it you know, buzz wise in the build up to the draft, but uh, you put on the tape and there, there's so much to like. He's gonna he's gonna be a really good really good player for Detroit. The safety Kirby Joseph. Did you think at 97 he would be there, or do you think going into the draft did you think that he would be gone by then? Uh, I thought that's right where he'd go. Actually, I thought he would he would go later on in the third, and that's kind of where he landed. You know, kind of a one year. I don't want to call him a one-year wonder, but, um, you know, kind of a, a breakout guy this year. Even for us, you know, we weren't really on Kirby a ton uh, over the summer because he, he hadn't played a bunch. And then, uh, you know, we, we sent our Midwest scout to see him play early in the year. Um, he liked what he saw. And then we just started to get hit up from, from NFL teams like, you know, asking the question, are you guys on the Illinois safety yet? <laughs> so um, he's a fluid athlete. He moves around really well. Um, he's He's got good instincts. He sees the field well. He anticipates well. He's got, he can finish on the ball. Guy's got good ball skills. So um, there's a lot to like as a free safety. I think he's a guy you can put back there. And uh, because he sees it and uh, gets a beat on it so quick, he's going to provide good range. And uh, his best football still ahead of him. I think that uh, he showed that clearly in that last year, the jump he made. I always kind of like guys that make a late career jump because that shows that there's, uh, for whatever reason, I'm not sure why it, it took him a little bit to click there at Illinois. But uh, when it clicked, he was, you know, he was one of the best players in the Big Ten this year. So, no, I think that was a big jump. You know, for Kirby was probably going into the year a late round guy PFA and played himself in the third round. That's a that's an awesome jump for him. We come back. Let's talk to Jim about the day three picks for the Lions and some tight ends, both that they drafted and some of the UDFAs that Jim also has his eye on. We'll do that coming up next. First of all, we got to tell you about rockauto.com. Save time, save money when using Rock Auto. Why go to some sort of store, local chain auto parts store, where you can buy what you need with your computer at rockauto.com and get it delivered right to your door. Save time, save money at Rock Auto. You might choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from that car dealership or store when you can get it from Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years, and they're the best. And their prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to all of your auto part needs. It's simple. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, and ride locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Our friend Jim Nagy from the Senior Bowl, ESPN NFL Draft Analyst, joining us here on Locked On Lions today. 
Day three picks, Jim, uh, for the Lions. What stands out for you? And I know you have your eye on a couple of tight ends this team now has. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they uh, the tight end, James Mitchell from Virginia Tech in the fifth round. I'm happy to see James go there, you know, because he got hurt during the year. He's the guy we would have invited to the Senior Bowl. Uh, really liked the player. Does, does a lot of good things in the passing game and then got hurt. So he missed a, a huge chunk of the process, missed a big chunk of his, his senior year, got hurt fairly early, if, if I'm not mistaken, middle of the year maybe. Um, so to see him go in the fifth, that's great. Um, good for him. He's an NFL player. I would expect him to make it as a fifth-round pick. And then Derek Deese Jr., uh, some some listeners might remember his dad, Derek Deese, the great uh, yeah. 49er offensive lineman. And, uh, and, and Derek was right at the cut line for us. Like I would have been more than happy with uh, – with Derek in the senior bowl, it actually surprised me a little bit that he went undrafted. He's one of those guys that I don't know. I don't think he tested great. That might've hurt him. Um, but when you put on the tape, he plays with good tempo. He does a lot of good things in the past game. Uh, had a really nice game against USC when they played up in competition, uh, big catch radius. He'll go get it. Um, you know, he really, you, he's one of those guys you can kind of put the ball up to. And, uh, yeah, I, I really thought he would be a draft pick. So I could see them just looking at their tight end depth chart right now uh, behind Hawkinson. It's To me, it looks like it's wide open, and I would not be shocked if both Mitchell and Deese made it. What about Malcolm Rodriguez? Some say, oh, Fiesta Bowl uh, defensive MVP, team captain at Oklahoma State, Big 12 guy, uh, you know, then but, but drops to the sixth round. Lions need linebackers. You and I always have talked about that. What do you think of him? Yeah, another guy that was uh, just around the cut line for us. We like Malcolm, former safety, little undersized. You know, I think he was 5'10 and change, 220-some pounds. So not the biggest guy, but I think what really helped Malcolm was going to the combine, and I think he ran 4'5'1 um, official at the combine. So that's that's rolling. Um, and when you're when you're there and the, when you're in there on day three, you know, five, six, seven, you're you're really looking to hit on on special teams players you know and it's one of those things if they become more than that it's it's almost gravy but you you want guys that can come in and play on fourth down right away and, and really really build uh, that back into your roster i think rodriguez will do that he is instinctive uh he's got a nose for the football uh had some really had some really big games i think you you referenced that bowl game um just has a knack for getting the ball out and being around the football. So, yeah, I could see him being a, a really good special teams player right away and and uh, see if they can develop him into something more than that. But uh, at the bare minimum, you got a guy that can run. Um, and that's if you're looking to build team speed and improve team speed, he's going to do that. So, yeah, obviously you like the draft. You've said that. And, and, and now that you kind of look at the roster a little bit in Detroit, over under in Vegas, at least right now, we're sitting here in May, Jim. We got a long ways to go, but it's about six, <laughs> about six and a half wins. What, what, what do you think as you now really look at what Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have put uh, on the field for for what's going to be OTAs coming up? Yeah, I think you, you, what you're really banking on some of these young guys to develop, right? I mean, there's some there's some second year guys, third year guys that if they take that next step forward. You know they could they could surprise some people. They to me there'd be a team you might not want to play. Um, you look offensively, uh, the offensive line is solid. That's a good. That's you know uh, one area that that the previous regime did a good job with. You got Decker and uh, Jonah Jackson, Ragnow, Penny Sewell. I mean that's that's a really solid group right there. And then at the wide receiver spot, I mean bringing in Chark and JMO at wide out to pair with uh, St. Brown. I mean that's that's three good ones right there you got hawkinson a pro bowl guy at tight end and, and swift at running back nets 
you got plenty in offense, and I think on defense, if guys like uh, Levi Un- Unwerzerike, uh, even though I've said that like a million times, man, I, still can't, <laughs> I, I can't spit it out clean. You know, Levi was Levi was in the Senior Bowl a year ago, uh, but got, you know, guys like him, um, uh, Ify Melifonwu, another another Senior Bowl guy. But uh, if those guys, you know, make that jump, bring, getting Jeff Akuda back will be big. I mean, there's some good players in that secondary. You saw what. Uh, Awarie did last year, and, and I know they're talking contract extension with Imani, uh, but like him, Melifonwu, Okuda, um, even like Mike Hughes. You know, Mike Hughes was a first-round pick for a reason. That guy's got talent. Um, so there's there's some good cover players. Derek Barnes makes a step forward in year two. Of, of, you, know, you, you know how much I like Derek Barnes yep. a year ago. So, yep. um, you know, Ali McNeil. I mean, there's just Aiden Hutchinson, Josh Pascal. There's a there's a lot of good young talent on that defense. It's just how quickly they can all bring it together. Jim, love uh, talking to you, my friend. Thanks so much. I know you're already watching tape here and uh, and getting ready for, for next year, but we appreciate the time. Yeah, Matt, uh, good catching up, man, and have a uh... – have an awesome summer, and hopefully I will, I'll get back to my home state at some point uh, over these next couple months, but uh, enjoy it, man. You got it. There he is, Jim Nagy with us from the Reese's Senior Bowl. It's Tuesday here on Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen.